Good morning, Rabotai. Breakfast in the class this morning is sponsored by Lilui Nishmat Shalomo Ben Tavus and Abraham Aleva Shalom, sponsored by his son, Ebi Khalili. Vayashov Reuven El Habor, Vihine En Yosef Babor, Vayakrat Begadav. Reuven returned to the board, to the pit, where he left Reuven the last time he saw him. Vihine En Yosef Babor, Yosef is not in the pit. He tears his clothing. So Reuven, he wanted to save uh, his brother Yosef, and he was trying to do it in a way where he knew it would work. Let's go back to when he told them uh, to do it. The Pasuk says, Reuven, here's the uh, idea that they're, you know, that what they're trying to do, what they're thinking of. And he saved Yosef from their hands. First they're thinking, maybe we should kill him to get him out of the way. We can't kill him, it's not the right thing to do. And Reuven says, don't, you know, don't kill him, maybe put him in the boat, put him in this pit. You know, don't, you know, he thought maybe the kid will get scared in the pit, maybe he'll change his ways, maybe he'll change his tune. His whole purpose and intention was to convince the brothers not to kill him, throw him in a pit, I'll come back later when no one's around, I'll save the kid, bring him back to the father, as the Pasuk says. The Midrash says about this instance something fascinating. It says that if Reuven would have known that the Torah was going to speak about him and say about him that Reuven's intent was to save him from their hands. If he knew that the Torah would say it would speak about the fact that he tore his clothing over his brother. Says the Torah, what would Reuven have done? Sorry, would have put him on his shoulders and carried him back to his father. He would have put him on his shoulders and carried him back to his father. Now, first of all, this sounds like a little bit of a, a problematic midrash. Why? It sounds like the reason why Reuven is engaging here is, or would have engaged more, is for the sake of the, of the, uh, the Torah. For the sake of the Torah mentioning his name. Again, let me make this clear. Reuven goes and saves him. Says the Torah, if he would have known that he would have been in the Torah, that, he was gonna, that his deed was going to make it into the book, and we'd be reading about it for generations to come, then what would he have done? He would have put him on his shoulders and brought him home. One second. The reason why you should do the action is because you care about your brother. Not because you, the Torah, you're going to get the notoriety of being written in the Torah. Right? The intent should have been... So it sounds like a strange idea. Let me make the question a little bit more difficult. The Midrash goes on to say that what do we learn from here? That a person should always do the mitzvah that he does, belev shalem, with a full heart, open-heartedly, without any uh, you know, other things mixing in. He should do the mitzvah with all of his heart. Again, that seems to be the lesson which is the opposite of what the Midrash is telling you. Did Reuven do it with all his heart? No, he did it this way. And if he would have found out that they were going to put him in the newspaper, then he would have done it better. That's not the right way, right? And that's not doing it with your full heart. So I saw an idea brought from Rev. Elia Meir Blach from, Tels, from the Rosh Hashiva of Tells. It's such a powerful idea. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. If you look in the Torah, you find certain activities are mentioned, certain activities are not. You find certain people that we give a lot of time to describe a moment in their lives but a huge amount of time in their life actually doesn't even make it in the Torah. So what was Abraham doing from the time he was a baby 
until he was uh, 40 years old, when we meet him in Lech Lecha. doesn't appear in the Torah. Yitzchak Avinu, huge portions of his life, we have no idea what he's done, because he gets very little press time in the Torah. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu, until the time that he's 80, from the time that he leaves Egypt, until the time that he's 80 years old and he comes back to Egypt, we don't hear anything. Why? Because in order to make it into the Torah, what it needed to be, it needed to be an action that a person did that was important, not just in their lives, but was important for all eternity. That the Jewish people, forever and ever, should read about that part, that action, that thought, that, uh, that mitzvah. For generations to come, exactly. Cesar of Eliameir Blach, that it might have been that I did something that was, that was a good thing. But how do I know that it's going to be something that's so important that the Jewish people will learn its messages and its ideas for eternity? I don't know that. Says the Midrash that Reuven came to save Yosef. But had he known that this action of his was so important an action as to change the course of history, then if he would have known that, then he would have surely done the mitzvah to an even bigger degree. You see, we, in our lives, we don't always get to know which moments are the important ones. Lots of times we invest a huge amount of time into something that we think is going to be very important for the rest of our lives. And what happens? It turns out to be almost nothing. A, a relationship that you invest in and it's not the right girl. I could have given five years of my life to that. At moments in my life, I thought that that was the most important thing to do. A business deal that I thought was going to go through, it doesn't go through. I set up a class or whatever, I think it's going to be, I'm going to get so much from it, I wind up not taking very much at all. So there are a lot of things that we think are going to be very important. And there's some, a lot of things, unfortunately, for us, that we don't give a lot of attention to, that wind up being incredibly important. Had we known at the time how important they were going to be, how much effort would we have put in? The Pasuk says a very similar thing about someone we just mentioned, Yossi brought up. It says that when Moshe Rabbeinu was returning to Egypt, he was unsure, he kept asking God, I don't want to do it, send somebody else, I'm not the right person. He was very humble. He comes back and Aharon, he's worried about Aharon's reaction. Hashem says, don't worry. He's going to see you and he's going to rejoice. He's not going to be upset that his younger brother got the job. He's not going to be jealous from you. Instead, he's going to come out with joy in his heart. Says the Midrash, if Aharon would have known that, he would have come to greet his brother now with a smile, but he would have come with a band, with dancing. He would have turned it into an event. Now, it seems like Aharon is insincere. What, if only because it was written in the Torah, that's what you would have done? The answer is, Rav Eliameir says, no. If Aharon would have known that his brother Moshe was going to save the Jewish people. And what was he thinking about the whole time, deciding not to, delaying coming back, delaying the redemption of the Jews? He was worried about how Aharon was going to take it. If that, if Aharon would have known how important that moment was to Moshe Rabbeinu and to getting him to decide to, to redeem the Jewish people, to be the one, then he would have done the deed 50 times bigger. Let's say as an example, you meet somebody, <clears throat> And the guy has a business deal, he's raising some capital. If he doesn't do this, he's going to lose his house. The guy's too proud. 
He comes to you and he says, I need an extra, I need some money, to, I'm raising the money to do this deal. You know, and you look at the business deal and you think, you know what, it's a good opportunity, it's not great, I'm not going to invest. If you would have known that that extra money was going to give him everything he needed to close the deal, to save his house, to make sure that his children had a place, a roof over their head, you'd think 10 times before you turned down the deal. Why? Because now you know how important that is. Rabbi we have no way of knowing in our lives which moments are the important ones, which meetings are the chance encounters that won't go anywhere, and which meetings are destined to change our lives. And believe that. There are moments and encounters and opportunities and things that change our paths forever, by the way, for the good or for the bad. Because we don't know, and we have no way of knowing, says the Midrash, approach each mitzvah belev shalem. Give it your all. Give every encounter your all. Give people yourself in that moment. Uh, be there with them. Don't be distracted when you're talking to somebody. Uh, when we do our best to be present, to give our all to those moments, then Be'ezrat Hashem, when they turn out to be the ones that turn out to be, the really super important ones were given the best start and launching pad that they could have had. And Be'ezrat Hashem, they impact our lives in the most positive of ways. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. <laughs>